It's a new season, baby. Snooze for seven podcast. You already know what it is, man. Gang, gang, you already know what it is, man. It's not a gang, it's a gang, it's the gang. Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a gang, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three go missing, come on, let's get it, yeah This our division, Super Bowl, let's win it Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a gang, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three go missing, come on, let's get it, yeah this our division, Super Bowl, let's win it. <laughs>
Um, he did. He really he did. did. Um, but, I mean, but but the thing was though, I think it was because he played a different role. He was he was playing in a box this year. All the years past, he was playing in the center field. He was playing in a box primarily the whole year this year. I think it contributed to him being injured also. But but I mean, TJ is supposed supposed to be a first team All Pro. If he wasn't, some of them been terribly wrong. And and um, they did the right thing by putting him there. Um, Mike and I making it. He probably gonna make the second team. So I mean. They let him cry, man. I don't care about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, y'all. The regular season is over. I just made these videos. I didn't. I'm editing them now. You know, they go. I'm gonna put them out a little bit later. But I did the top three offensive, best offensive players of this year, um, and defensive players, right? Wow. Yeah. For the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm. this regular season. Oh, oh, mm -hmm. for the Steelers. Okay, okay, yeah. for the Steelers. And like for offensive line, it's not just one offensive lineman. You just count that as a whole. You feel me? Yeah. Like when it comes to this, right? So my list, um, it was I think George Pickens three. Mm -hmm. Um the offensive line two and the running backs one. You know, yeah. George Pickens because like when he was effective, it was Major, yeah, major, yeah, no doubt. You know what I mean? And um, having those back to back over 130 receiving yards, and just like this, the, the type of plays that he can make when he got them opportunities up there, man. The offensive line, because it got to the point in the season where they kind of said, This is going to be our identity, we're going to run this ball, we're going to make sure that we tough, you know, getting guys off the ball, even if guys like Mason Cole can't get them back too far, he can at least turn his back to the hole so the running back can get up out of there, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, they just continue. And then you see Broderick Jones turn into the leader of the offensive line. Coach Tomlin already gave him that anointment, saying he's like mm -hmm. a Marcus, I mean, Marquise Pouncey. You feel me? That was major to say from Coach Tomlin, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, number ones is the running backs. Both of them guys got over a 1,000 <laughs> total yards. Najee, all of his is, you know, off the ground. But Jalen had like 700 some yards and or like 300 some yards receiving. So it's like both of those guys was able to get over a thousand yards total, man, in the offense that struggled most of the year. For them guys to kind of be like, yo, we'll put, we're going to put the offense on our backs, got the offensive line working hard with us. But we the ones that's controlling the game. So guys like a Mason, yeah, can make the right plays. I gotta give it to the running backs, man. They ball, they balled out, and they got a lot. Of, well, really, Najee got a lot of scrutiny early in the year, and um, he just balled out towards the end of the year. Yeah, yeah I agree right. the list. So we like that's the really? offense. I'm gonna I'm let y'all get y'all top three offense, and then we're gonna do defense. You look at it. Uh, I understand why you did the offensive line, right? And mm. because you say top three, you know, so I would go – I would actually keep the same order. Um, but when I say offensive line, I would really say Isaac 2, 2A, and Roderick 2B, right? Mm -hmm. Because Isaac hasn't given up a sack and oh. pass protection all year long, right? And when you look at Roderick coming on late in the game – 
Um, I think I, I think this is one thing that a lot of us or a lot of fans don't realize. This is the second year in the row. This is really the third year in a row where we've had a completely new offensive line, right? Mm-hmm. And for the offensive line, that is the position that needs continuity, right? They need they got to learn each other. They got to know each other. And that takes time. And you can see over time as the line grown, as the year went on, how the line started to gel more. Um, I think by the inconsistent play at quarterback, the offensive line took a lot of hits that they really didn't deserve, right? Right. So I, I agree with your list wholeheartedly. And with George Pickens, yeah, I think he's number three. If he can just show that he can be the same caliber player when he don't have a ball, when he do have a ball, then, you know, he's had, he's easily handling our best player on offense. But it's being that all-around player, you know, not just when you got the ball in your hands. Mm, okay. Yeah. Right. I think he displayed that in that last game, not getting the target, being upbeat, still doing other things. It's like if he could build on that, yeah. he'd be good. All right. Well, here's my – And I, I'm sorry not to cut you off, Jay, but have you noticed – that in pass and downs now, when it comes to um, when it comes to uh, running, have you noticed that they don't really have Pickens in the last three or four games that much in running situations? Nope. They will put an Allen Robinson in the game at yep. wide receiver yeah. in running situations. It was like so they were. It was like they were taking him off the field in running downs as well. I noticed that about four weeks out. Then they yeah. became this tight and heavy. Him and Boinkin. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Great. Great, Great. All right. My top three for offense this year. All right. Uh, Kev said the O-line. Me, I want to give my flowers to Broderick Jones specifically because our O-line has been scrutinized for like the last, you know, few years or so. But for a rookie like him to come in and not only live up to expectation but exceed him as far as the you know the run being able to you know open up for the run game and bully some of those D linemen the way he is bully and the thing is he's bullying you know experienced D linemen experienced linebackers he's just ta- I, know, I know you a lot of you guys have seen it but he's tossing some of these guys and you got to show him some love for that so yeah he's not number three my number two I'm gonna say. I'm going to say Najee Harris specifically. I'm going to say, I mean, Jalen Moore is doing his thing too, but Najee Harris, and the reason why is because he came alive when he was supposed to, because there was a lot of people, and I'm not going to say any names, but who wrote him off, who said, oh man, he's a bust. He's not what people thought he was going to be. Like, dude, give him some damn time. And the thing is, he shut people's mouth with his third thousand yard season. So yes, he gets all the respect in the world and then some. So that's my number two. Number one, Kimi Hendrix, NFL young boy, George Pickens. So, yes. Yes, he gets my number one for the offensive player for the, for the squad for the year because anytime he, you know, anytime you need a clutch catch, anytime he sees some kind of daylight, he hasn't dropped one significant catch all year long, and he can beat 99.9% of corners and safeties in that deep field. I mean, the thing is also bonus to him because – He's shown maturity. He's shown that he's not just a me, me, me kind of guy. He's shown that he is also a team player, more specifically in that um, last game of the Ravens. But yes. (laughs) When? (laughs) When has he shown he's a team guy? 
in the last game. Like I said, that's it, that's, but but that's that's, that's what we said. He, he, yeah, he showed he's a team guy when he got the ball. He's not a team guy when he don't have it. But that's the problem is that he has shown that he can be. He's not. He, he has shown that he can be a team guy. Maybe last he, week was last week was like that, man. We let, let's give him that. He ain't get one yeah, target, yo. He was jumping around and all that, man. Oh no, but, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, but you know, but you if you notice though, he handled his role. Perfect last week. You know why? He, because he knew he knew he was getting he had stone up top and he had a DB on him. So he was double. Sometimes if you really look at the footage, he was triple that times. Yeah, because they coverage. was taking the outside, they was taking a strong backer and they were shading him into a deep quarters uh zone to where he was taking away the uh slant route quickly from Pickens, right? Then they had yeah. the cornerback who was taking away a hitch. Or he was taking away the sideline route, and then he had the safety up top of Pickens, who was taking away that third, the uh, the, the secondary, basically the top hat off. So they really was tripling him at that point. So yeah, and 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 you're right, his attitude was different. Um, and I think that in that, that was more of him. I feel recognizing one weather condition wise, we all knew this wasn't gonna be no pass, pass, pass fast game, right? So we knew we was going to have to allow him to play. But I think in that game, I would give him the recognition of understanding that his impact of being able to marginalize three players off defense to him, it definitely helps out the offense because now it's less hats that other people got to block. Right. I, I agree. Mitch, um, I mean, yeah, Mitch, what's your third? Mitch is Mason, 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 Mason. <laughs> <laughs> Not all. <laughs> oh, my, my my list is similar to to Cares and turns, but I'm a I'm a, except I'm a, I'm a, I'm a line out on a little different. So three is Pickens for me. Three is Pickens. Uh, Younger Younger just a monster man. Got to get his together. You know what I'm saying? He do got to get his attitude together. But he a Younger. He got to learn. He's still learning. Number two, though, is Mike Tomlin. <laughs> I respect it. Tomlin. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you but why. You said I'm, offense, dog. That's cheating, dog. You ain't say nah, coaches. He, you said yeah, he, offense. Well, hey, look, that, that, he oh, offense. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I forgot. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, Mike Tomlin don't count. Mike Tomlin can't count. I'll count it. Yeah, nah, nah, because he's doing offense and defense, not overall. <laughs> Mitch, trying to right, get right. over it, man. I hate to be that guy, Mitch. I'm sorry. I hate to be that guy. <laughs> hell, I'll allow it. If it was me personally, hell, I'll allow it. But, hey, go on. Uh, all right, so. Mike Tomlin and offense don't make, they don't go together. <laughs> that, hold on, that's cool. Yes. So, I, so, I, so instead of Mike Tomlin, I say the O-line. I give, mm. I give the O-line, particularly for me. The guards, Daniels, okay. Daniels, and uh, oh, I, I yeah, I forgot about we, Daniels. I think we, I think to me personally, I think we got two of the best guards combos in the league. I don't think we getting the credit for it though, but that's cool. I ain't worried that's about that. Because the center, yeah, yeah, but but them two, them two are tough, straight yeah. up tough. I think combined they probably gave up one or two sacks combined. So get them, but but number one gonna be the running backs. And especially Najee, but I'm gonna I'm show Warren some love too because Youngin was killing it early. 
But Najee been listening to all the BS. Hey, Terrence, I still got that post that you made. I just ain't posted in the group yet, bro. I, I don't think I'm going to do it tomorrow. But, but, um, whoa, 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 which post? The Najee apology post. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm yeah, thinking I'm, that joint go viral. Yeah, I'm, hey, I'm, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm reposting that. I got see it. Yo, I, 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 I need he need an apology for everybody that said Man, something about him. He, yeah, they do need to apologize for him, especially in that group. Cause they were talking wild about him in that group. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, Najee for me because dude been doing it. I I can't believe that they called him a bust when you had over a thousand your first year, you had over yeah. twelve hundred your second year, and then you had the what and what and what era. No era has a dude who done that been a bust. Nowhere. So like I don't, I, don't, I never can. Yeah. Yeah. We talked yeah. about this before, right? And I told and I and I said this to Mitch too. When we talk football and I told him, especially in the group he's talking about, bro, I don't talk football detail wise with people that didn't play because they don't understand it. Like the yeah. whole time in this group, when I tell you they was crapping on Najee so hard, it was making right. me mad because they don't understand the difference in runners that they are. And I try to tell people, Jalen is a straight ahead. He's pounding the ground. He's the Jerome Bettis, right? He's yeah. going to go straight ahead. He ain't wasting no time. The type of line that we had at the beginning of the season was more catered to the runs that Jalen Warren was doing. Right, exactly. but with Najee, I was saying Najee is like a Le'Veon Bell ish, where he's going to be patient, he's going to see the hole. Don't he's say that too loud, it, man. Like he's McDonald's. I don't like Najee yeah. in the backfield. Don't say that too loud. Mm-hmm. It was a hey, dog. Hey, dog. Najee, 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 a downhill guy. He a downhill guy. Oh, when, you, when you hand on the rock and you going straight ahead, that north south, he crushing. Yeah. Every every sure. but when you try to throw him tosses and toss sweeps and shit, that's not him. That's not that's not his thing. You do that for Warren. Warren yeah. crush those runs. You see what I'm saying? And the crazy thing is, is people say that Jalen Warren should have been the starter over Najee. I disagree no. with them. Yeah, and, yeah it, it, that was heavy. That was heavy. Yeah. And, and that, I was like, it, people it, not um, understanding. Cause I like I had a problem with Jalen Warren fumbling for a long time. Because yeah. running backs don't fumble. Like, yo, when you watch damn near every Le'Veon Bell snap, he only this guy didn't fumble. You feel me? I don't know how many fumbles Le'Veon Bell had with us. Had a lot. Probably, probably like one. You feel me? Like, yo, he did not fumble the ball. Yeah. Bro, it's like, like yeah, anybody I, after him, they coming in, they fumbling and all that. I don't, I'm like, yo, yo, get him out of here. Like, yeah. and I know Coach Tomlin don't really like that. That's why it yeah. was like, all right, Jalen Warren, you kind of done. Like we're gonna let Najee finish this game out because you you wilding right now with, with these fumbles. Yeah. You feel me? So um yeah. I was never really on the Jalen Warren one because it reminded me of Le'Veon and James Conner. Like James oh, Conner yeah. was good to be a backup at that time for the offensive line that we had. Like when he got to Arizona, he became mm-hmm. his own. Like, you know what I mean? That's a different type of thing over there. But like I didn't understand that then, you know. But yeah, man. But yo, like having two backs though, having two backs is a beautiful thing, and they yeah, both in each other. They complement each other well. Definitely. But let's get it. Top three defenders. Defense. Man. This was my list. 
You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm editing these drawings up right now. I'm not really right now, but I'm doing it. You feel me? But uh, my top three, number three was Alex Highsmith, man. Um, the the silent assassin. You feel me? He only had seven sacks, um, but I think he had like 18 quarterback hits. You know, like he was doing his thing, and he's good in coverage. Had a pick, I think two picks, had a yeah, touchdown. You feel me? Like he was doing his thing this year, man. Um, number two for me, it go to Joy Porter Jr. Right? Yeah. Because I feel like Joy Porter Jr. Like in the beginning, you know, he was barely playing, just getting in, but it got to a point it was undeniable. Like he had to start. He faced a couple dogs this year, and yeah, I think he yeah. only got um. I don't want to say accused, but he got like credit for like giving up one touchdown. And mm-hmm. I think the touchdown they talking about, I'm like, y'all gonna put that on him? I ain't too sure about that one, but you know, uh, they put it on him. But it was like, yo, he's a real number one corner right now, rookie. You feel me? But we about mm-hmm. to see what he's gonna do with Stefan Diggs. You feel me? Stefan Diggs is a bad boy, you know. But um, work. He get that number two spot. Number one was obvious, man. T.J. Watt, T.J. Watt, mm. T.J. Watt, man. I, you shouldn't even say the top three. You should just say who's number two or number three. For yeah, real. we are. All of us gonna have the same yeah. number one. Yeah. <laughs> the issue unanimous that T.J. Watt's number one. So yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I would just say for me, I would actually flip yours. Um, I would say, of course, T.J. number one for obvious reasons. I would say Haskell for number two because um, I think that he plays a part and he played a major part in the ability because TJ is going to eat regardless. But I think that he made the load easier for TJ by teams not being able to just focus on him. You know, so they had to respect Alex Highsmith's rush as well. Uh, when it came to TJ, like it wasn't like, well, we just focus on TJ and let Alex eat. You know, Alex, when, you know, some of the forced fumbles that, TJ was able to get was from QB pressures that uh that that Alex Hasmith got right or some of the sacks was from Alex Hasmith pushing the uh, quarterback towards TJ side as well. Um, but I and I would say Joey Porter not just because you know the one accredited touchdown, but just because of the fact that he's relentless in the in the midst of regardless of the person lined up across from him. When 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 I see him, I think of the other person who wore number 24 for the Steelers, who, you know, he wasn't the best defensive back, but, you know, he was a dog, and I don't think he was given the credit that he deserved, and that's Ike Taylor. Like, he got that Ike Taylor. His hands was made of bricks. Yeah, yeah. He got that Ike Taylor. Yeah, Ike Taylor had that mindset, like, I don't care who's in front of me. I don't care what your star status is. You just a regular guy, and that's how it appears that, you know, Joey Porter Jr. approaches the game. And I don't even think we're really going to get the the game that we would want to see on on normal, you know, weather between him and uh, Stephon Diggs. You know, yeah. I think I don't think it's going to be – it's not going to be a, a fair battle because the weather tends to help offensive players in these type of games because for a defense, you got to be reactionary into hips placement and, you know, the route we, had, we he tend to be running. But – yeah, in snow, like, and it's gonna be freezing cold. So I'm not, you know, say JPJ give up some stuff. I ain't gonna be mad at him because the weather plays a part in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I, I'm gonna go to the same list Terrence got, but 
I'm gonna give an honorable mention. And yeah. the honorable mention gonna be uh uh Herbic and uh what's my man? I'm 44. Um oh golden. Yeah, both they, because of them two, we got more depth at outside linebacker that we didn't have in the past. And Herbic been making big plays when he got the opportunity, man. Us, us, our ability to have depth is is why that I I feel a little more comfortable about playing this game Sunday. Honestly, mm -hmm. I feel like both of those guys can make some stuff happen. I think a lot of people sleeping on them, and I think this gonna be the game where they can actually show up. Especially in weather like this, when Josh probably gonna be trying to run like hell, I think Herbert and Forty Four can really, really yeah. make a fat for real. But I but I double down to what uh, Terrence said, particularly <laughs> about Junior, because Joey Porter, he feisty. That's what I like about the like about him the most. He got a lot of heart and he fight. He he ain't scared. He ain't backing down. He just he, he just fall. It's, he he feel like. I know me and Terrence older than y'all, but Terrence gonna know what I'm saying. He feel he feel like like the older like the older corners like how he just in that mode like he, he like he fit the mode of a stiller cornerback. You know he, what he fit that he look actually he fit that mode of a Darrell Reeves to be honest with you. Oh yeah, that be bigger. He taller. He rangier than Darrell Reeves. Is that that's quick and he quicker. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Dre. All right. Um, I think we're all inconsistent of number number one and number two, Batman and Robin, TJ and uh, Alex Smith. I mean, probably the I best one. Really the junior too. But the, before I let you finish, my mm -hmm. reasoning for putting him over Alex Highsmith was just the level of difficulty. Cornerback is the hardest position to play, and sure, he rookie going against these killers on the other side. Alex Highsmith is experienced going against guys that he should probably beat. You feel me? I'm not like discrediting anything, but I feel like the level of difficulty was much higher for Joey Porter Jr. So that's why he's two over Alex Highsmith on my list. Sure. But you go ahead. That's Jerry. legit. That's legit. Yeah. And that's the and I was kind of struggling for this one because I'm gonna throw a name out here that has kind of been slept on this year for our defense. And um you guys may or may, may or not agree with me, but um I'm gonna go I am gonna go ahead and put uh JPJ at number three, but my honorable mention, believe it or not, is Cameron Hayward. And the reason why is because he came back from an injury and did more or less the same production. Some people might say he had a quiet year, but I'm going to give him his due, his credit due, because, like I said, he was injured and came back and produced more or less the same and had more or less the same impact. So he did a pretty good service to us trying to get to the quarterback and somewhat slow down other teams' running games. Hold so on, Dre. Hold mm -hmm. on, Dre. All right, mm -hmm. so to, to push back against what you said a little bit with, with mm -hmm. the camp. Cam Hayward joint mm -hmm. that didn't put up the same production because when he when he put up his same production, it's like eleven sacks and all that type of shit. But yeah, for a but season, yeah, I feel like our our run defense got better when he came back. Yes, I will say that because it felt like it felt like when he wasn't there, we was getting crushed in the run game. He came back and it seemed like it got shored up some. But but I think I think our run game suffered to me. Only this this is what I seen assessed by looking at film. Our, our run game struggled schematically. It was more of a personnel thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of times Austin would throw that nickel. He used to uh, piss me off with this. He would throw that nickel out there that that two outside back or two uh, D D line look, and we would get gashed there almost every time. 
Yeah, because we think, don't have no nickel corner. We, we ain't got no Mike Hilton no more. We ain't got no nickel corner that can fly down and stop the run and get to the quarterback right quick. I wish we did. Well, actually, you know what? We could probably use a couple of other, like, I'm not saying, well, who would be a good little nickel corner for us to have or who could play like the role that Mike Hilton had? We got, we got, we got one on the team already. He just, just was hurt. I just yeah. want to wait for him, Trice from Purdue, who we drafted, who got, yeah. got hurt in the preseason. He is yeah. tough. Very yes, but but yeah. we just got to see what it is. A a a turns. That's why I say I think we need to draft a corner. I really mm-hmm. do. Yeah, because they yo, just have tried. Yo, yo 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 yo. But let's get into what we came here for. It's Friday. You feel me? We got another week of Steelers football. You know, Steelers versus the Bills, man. Y'all know the conditions. Y'all spoke on them. Y'all mm-hmm. know the teams. We know the matchups. What are y'all thoughts on this game, man? I think we winning. Um, you know what I'm saying? I think we winning. And I said last night, I said again, it's the trenches. I and I, and as y'all was talking when y'all was giving when we were giving our best three on defense, I had a thought. Right, my thought or my hope would be this: I would hope that Austin would flip Highsmith to be on the side against Hawkins. Right, yeah. and allow Herbig and Golden to be on the week on the other side. Mm. Don't put them two on the side against a veteran left tackle like Hawkins. Right, yeah. put somebody over there that can give Hawkins fits where they can just let him be one on one where they're going to still have to chip Hasmith. Mm. Um, that just came to my mind as I was thinking about it. But it's we talked about this before, Kev. The trenches is where it's at. Mm. Um, yeah. like any other game, um. I actually think that my X factor for this week um, is um, Larry Ogan, Juby, and uh, De- and uh, Benton. If them two can apply um, pressure, and if our D line can um, what we call a lane and gap uh, assignment, if they can stay yeah. within their gaps and they can stay within those lanes, those passing lanes, to make it difficult for Josh to either see his receivers clearly or those lanes where he can easily maneuver out and make him push up in the pocket versus scrambling out of the pocket, I think that's where we stand a chance. And the turnovers, you know, Josh is going to turn it over. But when those moments happen, we got to capitalize on it. We got to have long, long drives, time of possession. We can't settle for three points. We got to get touchdowns. If we can capitalize on turnovers and make that into our plus minus, and then we can control that line of scrimmage defensively, I think we win. I agree I like with every that. word I like that. uttered out of his mouth. Every single word. The only thing I'm going to say that's different for me is I really think the special team is going to be a huge part of this game. I think the punting and flipping the field position is going to be a huge part of this football game. So Presley, Harvin need to be on his game and not on his bull. Ah. Like, I really feel like he's going to be a big part of this game. I'm not worried about Boz, but I'm worried about Harvey. So I need him to show up because I don't want, I don't need him to be putting the defense in bad situations. So it's, I feel like he's going to play a big part in this game. Okay. All right, fellas. Now, I've gone back and forth with this because my head says Bills, my heart says Steelers because. You guys are right in the in the amount of what you're saying as far as trench warfare. 
But to ask Mason Rudolph to go out there and outdo Josh Allen, you're asking a lot. You really are. We're not asking him to win it. Yeah, we're not asking him to win it. Yeah, he don't got to win that joint, bro. <laughs> I mean, but it's true. The thing is, you can't out go out was there and ask Jets, him. Was the Jets asking too much? Was the Jets asking too much from their team when they beat Buffalo? And they beat Not Buffalo down. Not at all. So why can't we expect the same from a quarterback that's been in our system for four and a half years? But that's the thing. is like Mike Thomas is going to have to cook up something to stop that. But see, here's our chance. This is what we're going to have to do. We can't play their game. What we're going to have to do is we're going to have to play a slow, grindy, ground-and-pound game of football. Oh. We can't have them, you know – you know, we can't have a fast pace kind of game because that's crazy, dog. <laughs> <Ain't> Cav crazy, dog. <laughs> hey, it's hard not to see Cav out my peripheral, dog. When I be like, hey, listen, I swore on my grandmother, bro. Sometimes, like, even when we be on D show, sometimes I can't even look in Cav's direction, dog, because Cav's 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 nonverbal communication is strong as no, hell, bro. No book. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Dre. Go ahead, Dre. <laughs> Ground and pound was crazy. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was I supposed to pause that? But anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> joke aside, joke aside, though. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, we're going to have to play um, a game that we're going to we gonna have to pretty much ride that clock. We're going to have to keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands as much as possible. Because if we try to play run and gun on them, they will smoke our boots, as much as I hate to say it. And top that with the fact that we don't have T.J. Watt to slow down, like, you know, to be able to rush and get pressure on them. We're going to have to ask. I mean, the thing is, I don't think we are going to have to ask a lot from the duo of Herbig and Highsmith. I think they'll be able to put as much, much pressure. But, hey, having T.J. Watt on the field would make a hell of a lot of difference. But I think that the key victory. I, for sure, I think our key to victory is just to play a slow grinding game and to try to milk that clock as much as possible. All right, all right, Jay. All right, I like y'all points, man. Hey, Kev. Hey, Kev. Hey, Kev. Hey, look. Hey, now, you know what, Kev? Maybe you wear a mask when we do it. Like, so we can't see you. The Kev's eyebrow, he's like. He, my man said, ground and pound. He said, ride the clock. He See, I try to keep that dirty mind out in football, but yeah. Look, look, look. Look, it's, 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 it's a messed up world we live in, Dre. That's just what I mean. But yeah, uh, look, my point, I think we got to, of course, I agree with most of you guys. You feel me? In the trenches, trenches win all, especially in these types of games. Presley Harvin, that's what Mitch said. His challenge, my challenge is Jalen Warren. You better not fumble one time in this game, bro. You fumble, you like I want you out the game. I don't. Mike Tomlin not gonna do that. But look, <laughs> this don't fumble, my guy. But look, man, give me y'all scores, and then we are gonna end this show, man. Just the score, no explanation, just the score. Thirteen ten. Mm. Thirteen ten. Um. 1713. Mm. Steelers. 3120 Bills. Damn. What was the score? 3120 Bills. 31. Damn. Damn. 
21-6 Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I like that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's bold. That's a bold yeah. position right there. That's yeah, I like that. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kai. I'm sorry, Kai. Can, can you can you ask Drez to elaborate on that, bro? Nah, nah, man. We gonna we gonna end it on that, man. It should make it easy. <laughs> we can do overtime. I got time today. This is Stills for Seven Podcast, yeah. episode one forty one. We gonna let Dre live for the rest of the night. <laughs> Shout out to the guys, man. We out of here, y'all. <laughs> All right, deuces, y'all. Stills for seven podcast, you already know what it is, man. Gang, gang, you already know what it is, man. It's not a gang, it's a gang, it's the gang. You already know what it is. Still is for seven, yeah, we about to go get it Still a game, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't trying to kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three go missing, come on, let's get it, yeah This our division, Super Bowl, let's win it Still is for seven, yeah, we about to go get it Still a game, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't trying to kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three Go missing, come on, let's get it. Yeah, this our division, Super Bowl, let's win it. <laughs>